everybody. Thank you for joining us. We are Unleashed No Judgments. I'm Jackie. And I am Tess. And thank you for joining us on episode five. Yes, we do apologize for the delay between episode four and episode five. I had a hellishly busy week. One of those where things just keep popping up one after the other and just could not find a time to record. So hopefully y'all enjoyed a little bit of a break, but hopefully you missed us enough dearly that you are just excited for this new post to be up. (laughs) Yes, hopefully you are here with us still. Enjoying some type of beverage or on your drive or whatever it is that you are doing. So Tess, what are you drinking speaking of beverages? Oh, so it is a very Utah thing. It is called apple beer. It is an alcohol and gluten-free soda. It's made here in Utah, and it legitimately is called soda beer. Hmm. So I think it's just a super Mormon way of making soda. <laughs> well, that's interesting. But calling it beer. So it's like a weird mix between soda and Martinelli's. Like, I don't know. I've never heard of Martinelli's. Oh, Martinelli's is sparkling cider. Oh, okay. Which is another super common thing in Utah, and Martinelli's is just the brand. It's what they drink, they being, sorry, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints members, because they don't have alcohol. We're not supposed to call them Mormons anymore. But I grew up with it, loving it, and over my honeymoon this last weekend, well, my pre-wedding honeymoon, we were wandering through the grocery store before heading up to a cabin, And I saw a six-pack of apple beer, so I bought it. And I am just enjoying the leftovers. All right. I am drinking my classic Winking Owl California White Blend from Aldi. I am jealous. (laughs) I'm drinking it out of a mug because I'm professional. You know what? Drinking or eating things out of coffee mugs just hits different. I love it. I drink, like yesterday when we got home from the cabin, I wanted a glass of milk. But I had to do it out of my favorite coffee mug. If I want ice cream, I do it out of the coffee mug. I like the feeling of holding it. Yes. So, no, that is definitely one of my little... I wouldn't even call it a quirk because I've had a lot of people say that. Like, I'll even have it where I'm craving breakfast cereal. And I'm just like, I'm going to have a coffee mug full of breakfast cereal. I only eat soup out of a mug. Huh. Do you have one of those giant, giant soup bowl mugs? Or is it like a legit just mug? No, they're, they're the big mugs. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Oh, side note. I am so excited. I saw this randomly as I was scrolling through some form of social media. I think it really was. It was Snapchat stories. They're coming out with a new purge. Oh, that's exciting. And I cannot wait. I love those movies. Me too. And I love the psychology behind them and the theories behind them. Me being in the psychology field. I've had so many conversations if we feel like this would actually work. (laughs) (laughs) and this new one is called the forever purge and it's about a community of people who say fuck it to purge being over and continue with purge like behaviors after the purge ends Hmm. and it's so it's like rebelling against the purge and just saying nope we don't care there's no laws anymore ever so they're just like no we're just going to keep doing this we like this this is what we do pretty much okay yeah so, I am so excited for it. When does it come out? Uh, the Forever Purge. The trailer was just released, and it will be released July 2nd, so right before the 4th of July. Oh, okay. But yes. Oh, well, all right. Something to look forward to. Oh, yes. In terms of movies and TV recommendations, I've also restarted Outlander because I loved that. I've never seen that. How was that? I've watched the first... I believe three seasons and then got caught up with life. And I think they're about to release season six. And so I am rewatching it because I believe that the first four seasons are on Netflix and it's very good. It has a lot of historical accuracy, which I like, but it's also about time traveling and has very beautiful humans in it. So with the beautiful people, it's almost like nothing else that's on TV. They went a different route. (laughs) Eh. But Trigger warning, I guess, for those of you who haven't watched it. They they aren't shy about sexual assaults and rape scenes and things like that. It goes back to, like, I don't know if you know that even the storyline of it. It's about a nurse, and she was from World War II. It's right after World War II ends. 
her and her husband go to Scotland for like a trip away and everything because it's post-World War II. They're celebrating that everything's over and she somehow gets sucked back through time into 1760-something Scotland where the British are invading Scotland and she's trying to fight against it. And so it's her getting taken by a clan, a Scottish clan of people, and her trying to acclimate to being in the late 1700s, but then also trying to find her way back to where she time-traveled to make it to her husband. Aww. But they give, and I mean, and this is a slight spoiler alert, but you find it out about halfway through the first episode. They make her husband, doppelganger lookalike ancestor, the villain, when she goes back in time. Mm. Of course they do. And so it's very, it's very complicated, but it's also pretty awesome because she's clearly coming from a much more advanced time. And she talks to them about like, oh, it's going to get infected. They're like, what's infected? Well, there's germs. And they're like, what's germs? And she's like, fever and swollen people. <laughs> like she's trying to. If you don't let me fix it, you will find out. <laughs> but they don't understand because germs were not a thing in the 1700s. <laughs> oh, to be back in the 1700s and just living a blissful, disgusting life. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, and that's where, like, there are, like I said, the sexual assault scenes and the rapes and everything like that. But I hate to say it, a lot of it was part of that time-ish. Yeah. Where it was part of the war aspect piece. But later in some of the seasons, it does get more graphic. But overall, it's still just a very, very good story. That's good. Well, definitely something I may look into. After I get done watching Shit's Creek for the 20th time. And that is not something that I have seen. I cannot believe it. I am literally on my third time in a row watching it. This is, to me, Shit's Creek is a show that I could never get tired of watching. You've got to watch it. See, and I was so close to starting to watch it when my favorite murder suggested it. But I was in the middle of other things and then just haven't. For some reason, I don't know if it's because... I'm one of those who somebody gets really hyped about something, mm-hmm. I'm automatically turned off on it. If I hear the recommendations from 50 million people of how great and wonderful this is, I have to then visit it on my own time versus other people because I feel like my expectations come in too high. Um, the show is so terrible. Don't watch it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's honestly another reason. I've never watched Game of Thrones. What? Yeah, I've never watched Game of Thrones. Sorry to yell at you. I've got to process this. Hang on. How? How have you? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> you can you can yell at me all you want. It was just one of those things. It was that exact same thing where I was like, oh, my God, this is so great. This is so wonderful. Da, da, da. I was like, and I don't really want to. Not, not, not a fan. We're not interested, I guess. I am one of those people also who I like to wait until... Nobody's watching it to watch it. Like, I watched Gossip Girl probably 10 years after it was done airing. Perfect. So I, yeah, I'm, I understand where you're coming from. Well, I think, honestly, that's another point of where I finally started getting interested in watching Game of Thrones. All the seasons weren't done yet. And I was like, if it's so good, I don't want to have to wait for new seasons to be released. <laughs> I hate that. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to wait. Yeah, and they took so long between. Oh, yeah. No, and I was like, so I'll wait until they're all the way done. But now I'm having the struggle where everybody's like, the last season was terrible. It was horrible. It wasn't worth it watching. And now I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so kind of where I'm at with the last season, they had the option to do it in more episodes, but chose to do it in fewer. So it's almost like they kind of forced it through. The last episode, a lot of people did not like. They hated the last episode. I I kind of liked it. I thought everybody was where they should be, and I thought the ending to me was just fine. Can I just say, I 1,000% appreciate how you are so good at not giving any spoiler alerts. <laughs> because spoiler alerts are, like, legitimately my number one, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. Oh, I hate spoiler alerts. I hate people that give spoiler alerts. Like, even though I know I just gave, like, a small one <laughs> for Outlander. But I felt like I promised it with, like, you find it out in the very first episode. Yeah, that's that's not a spoiler alert. That is just giving away a episode. 
Yes. You know, I, I try not to, especially if you haven't seen it, you know, just that way you're not like, oh, well, now there's no point to see it. All right. Exactly. That's why you don't watch trailers half the time anymore, because they'll show the whole damn movie within the trailer. Yeah. Or they show the best parts. And then you're like, well, shit, I should have just fucking rewatched the trailer for two hours. But by showing the best parts, though, you don't know at that time that they are the best parts. So it's a way to pull you in. Yeah, because those parts are great. And then you spend all that money and you're like, well, shit. Now I got this <laughs> giant ass tub of popcorn. I'm here for two hours. Well, fuck me. Guess I'll take a nap. You just made me so excited because I have to go drop off my car tomorrow down in Salt Lake Valley. And my mom's going to pick me up and then drive me to my fiance who will be down training at the fight gym. I'm going to have her buy me a tub of movie theater popcorn <laughs> because I miss that so much. One time, my mom and I used to go do movies every Friday night. That was our thing. We call it movies and martinis because we'd first do movies and then we'd go do martinis. It wasn't a clever name. It was just the order of which we were doing things. And one, oh, this, I, oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> we're up there at the counter. Hey, do you want anything? My treat. She's like, oh, I'll do a popcorn because I had a rewards card. So I got points for everything we bought. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, what size popcorn do you want? And the lady goes, if you want the large special, you can save blah, blah, blah. So my mom, not really thinking, goes, yeah, I'll take that. And I was like, what? You are one person. You do not need this, like, three-gallon tub of popcorn. You always need the three-gallon tub. Well, I don't eat popcorn. What? Because I don't like Ugh. the kernels getting stuck in my teeth. I used to have braces, and ever since then, I just, I can't. And I look at her, I go... After she has, she's, she's walking with her big giant tub of popcorn. I was like, why did you get this? She goes, well, it said because, you know, we could save this much money. And I go, yeah, but we spent like five extra dollars to save you three dollars. We could have just bought you an another one of these. <laughs> no, but I saved three fifty on this. And I was like, no, no, you didn't. On the combo, maybe, but no, no. Mm -mm. If you would have just gotten the one that you're actually going to eat all of. Would have spent less money. Do they not do free refills on the larges out there for you? She did not need a refill. She had popcorn for days. <laughs> See, and this is where our family differs. Oh, well, that's not the worst. She throws the popcorn away when she leaves. I'm like, no, you better fucking save that. That's our Christmas tree decoration now. <laughs> There's so much popcorn. See, my family has an unhealthy obsession with popcorn, no matter who we are in this family. Where we were always taught that we bring one of those extra big Tupperware containers, which some of you listeners may know as it was always shared between popcorn or throw up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it may be. The giant big Tupperware containers with the lid. Where my mom would always bring that big Tupperware container, pour what was ever left over from the large popcorn, and then go get the refill and then top it off with the refill. So we left with this giant bucket of popcorn with the lid to eat for the rest of our days and then yeah it's i'm so happy just thinking about this movie theater popcorn <laughs> i was so upset watching her throw away all that popcorn oh i would have been pissed oh i was not happy i was like um why aren't you saving that well i'm not i'm not gonna get it I'm like no 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 no. you wanted to save your alleged 350 on this popcorn or whatever honestly it was probably like 75 cents back then but you wanted to save this supposed money on this you eat your three gallons of popcorn, please. Take it with you. <laughs> it's the last time she got that big of a popcorn when we went to the movies. Yeah. I just still giggle about the fact that you waited until after to drink your alcohol. We would just sneak the alcohol into the movie theaters with us. I never thought about that. What? I don't know. <laughs> I never thought about it. <laughs> that literally never crossed my mind. Oh, yeah. All the time. Why sneak in alcohol when I can go pay $10 for a martini afterwards? You know. <laughs> I've been doing this for years and I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this on a podcast, but no, I've been doing this for years where we would like have our special movie theater purses that would legitimately hold a bottle of wine and we would just take a bottle of wine into the movie theaters or take flask with alcohol and then buy the sodas there and then just make ourselves a big ass mixed drink hmm. and Uber to the movies and then just drink our asses off during the movies and then uber home which i will never forget the day that me and a group of my friends went and saw it too no in the movie theaters no 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 
because we all pre-gamed. We had a couple cocktails. Don't like those movies. Went to the movie theaters, and my friend, love him, decided to bring a flask of Everclear. Oof. Because he was just going to go hard, and he did a half blue Powerade, half Sprite, drink it down, and then put Everclear in it. And partway through his movie, the movie, his cup almost started dissolving because he had put so much Everclear in this cocktail. Sounds terrible. But it made it so much more entertaining because he was just able to giggle his way through this movie and not be terrified. No, I cannot do scary movies. No. No, I, I watch one scary movie a year and it's always on Halloween. But I have to... Like afterwards, I have to pep talk myself and remind myself, it's not real. You're fine. Because I think we watched like Poltergeist last year. And Tom was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, no, I got this. I'm good. Let's do this. I am an adult. I don't need my blankie. (laughs) And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm excited for this. So cut to the end of the movie. I am going downstairs to check on the cats absolutely terrified out of my mind that there is some demon that (laughs) wasn't there before but it's obviously there now because I watched the movie and that's how that works and I was like a little kid just sprinting up those steps all the time and then I had to go back and look through my phone I was like all right okay not an actually true story they lied to sell books and movies not true I'm fine or is it I never mentioned any of that to Tom. I was like, yeah, no, I got this. I'm totally fine. No big deal. Was not scared at all. Big girl. Put my big girl pants on tonight. <laughs> I was practically shitting those big girl pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so awful. So embarrassing. I always give Cole shit because he won't watch scary movies with them. And I love them. I do have a love-hate relationship with them. But one of my all-time favorites with me and my best friend is The Strangers. That came out however many years ago. What's it about? What is that? It's about a couple who goes to a cabin or goes to a desolate house getaway. And it's like the middle of the night. And these people literally just start fucking with them. Like they have masks on. They're standing outside the house, like banging on the windows. Or they're just standing there staring at them. No, thank you. Um, But as the movie progresses, things start changing within the house. Mm -mm. Where like cell phone batteries go missing or music gets turned on in the other room i would have been out of there so fast and it's one of those where it's like it just keeps progressing and getting worse and worse and worse and it's so good i love it so much no no but Mm -mm. mind you as i'm saying this Mm -mm. i had my moments just this weekend at the cabin because we went up to a cabin for a pre-wedding honeymoon where cole literally falls asleep within 30 seconds like he's snoring he's twitching he's falling asleep i don't get those people Tom can do that too. I don't understand it. It's not normal. So me being me up in the mountains in the woods, start looking around this house that I've never been in before thinking someone with a mask is going to walk through that bedroom door. Probably with a cleaver. I was like, holy shit. What the hell? The stairs are carpeted. We're not going to be able to hear them. And I start going off. I start imagining the strangers being there. I start hearing the song in the background of my head. And I'm like, Okay, calm down. Talk yourself through this. In that movie, they didn't have any neighbors within a couple acres. There's a neighbor across the street that we know is there because the guy was watering the woods in front of his cabin. (laughs) And, like, I literally had to talk myself down both nights that we were at the cabin (laughs) from this scary movie that I loved so much. I had to remind myself of that it it won't happen. (laughs) I'm texting Tom to ask him what funny Halloween movie we watched a couple years ago. Tom had been wanting to watch it. And I was like, no, that looks so stupid. We're not watching it. He was like, no, give it time. Just give it a few minutes. So I was like, all right, this movie looks real dumb. But we ended up watching it and it was really funny. It was basically like a spoof on a Halloween movie. It was like a bunch of college kids went out to the woods and they were partying and Things just kept happening. Like, people just kept dying. But I think it was, like, all freak accident stuff. And there were these two men in another cabin. These two guys were actually trying to save the kids. But because the college kids just saw two men in the woods in a cabin, they assumed that they were most likely serial killers. Gotcha. So they were constantly trying to get away from them. And the more these two men tried to help save these kids, the worse everything just got. 
it ended up being really funny. I'm trying to find out what it was because that was a horrible story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess there's our like random movies offset side sidebar. That's the word I was looking for. Sorry, guys. That was terrible storyteller. No, I appreciated it. Oh, I hear Groot. That was not Groot. That was Gladys, our neighbor next door. Our neighbor's dog next door, sorry. Who gets very upset if you let her out to pee and then do not immediately let her back in. Oh. Cooper gets upset when I get up to feed him in the mornings. And then I go downstairs because he doesn't want to go outside. And then he immediately starts howling until I come back up and let him outside. Even though I asked him, do you want to go outside? And he was like, no. No, I don't. As soon as I go downstairs, he's like, I want to go outside. It's just funny how dogs can rule the world. But I will never forget Gladys because... We had friends that lived in this house before us, mm-hmm. and then we bought the our current home from their landlords, because their landlords were selling it, and there was one night that we were over, we had a couple drinks, and we were just getting ready to drive home, and it's like 11.45, and so it's dark out, we go to leave, they're standing in the front door, I walk out and it's perfectly fine. Cole walks out behind me, and immediately the most ferocious barking goes off right behind us and he jumped so high and yelled so loud that I started laughing my ass off because our neighbor had just opened the door right after I walked past the front door and Gladys just saw these figures walking away from her house and she lost it (laughs) and I literally sat in the driveway and was laughing I was crying so like I was crying because I was laughing so hard because I have never seen since then and up until then Cole yell or yelp so loud. Aww. <laughs> and so every time we see her, it's fucking Gladys. I hate you. Fuck you, Gladys. Fuck you, Gladys. But he's like, I also can't say that too much because that was my grandma's name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so he just texted me. So the name of the movie is Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. So it's not a Halloween movie. I have never heard of it. Yeah, it's not a Halloween movie. But we happen to watch it on Halloween. Gotcha. It's actually pretty funny. So there's that. Very nice. (laughs) Uh, What, my dear, or unless you would like me to go first, do you have to vent about for our listeners this week? Yeah, mine's not really venting. It's kind of dealing with changes. Okay. Just processing that aspect of change? Yeah, just processing it, getting used to it. So... Friday, I went and got my haircut, like an actual haircut, for the first time in a couple years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I my hair was almost down to the middle of my back, maybe a little lower. And I was just, I decided I was going to get something completely different. I wanted shoulder length hair, maybe a little bit below my shoulders. And I was excited. I had the haircut. I had the style. I showed the girl. And she was like, all right, we can do that. No problem. So they go ahead and cut about six inches off my hair before we even wash it. Just because we're going to cut more off anyway. Let's just get that gone. Then we'll go wash your hair, take care of it. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. No use wasting the product. Exactly. Then we get back and she was like, okay, we're going to start. And it kind of goes like maybe an inch or two below my shoulders. And then we'll go up from there. I was like, okay, no problem. She cuts it at my shoulders, like right above my shoulders. I was like, um... Okay, I guess we're doing this. There is absolutely no going back now. (laughs) So I sat there in the chair, real quiet. Yeah. At one point, I was having trouble breathing. Oh, no. I was texting one of my best friends about it because she used to do hair, and she did my hair for years. So I was just kind of texting her, and she was like, no, it's going to be great. It's going to look fine. You're gonna, It's going to be beautiful. And I was like, I don't know. And I was sending her pictures as it was happening. I was like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's all one length. I don't like it. I was having a panic attack. Oh, no. And I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to make this person feel bad because at this point, there's just nothing we can do. So my friend, she messaged me. She goes, yeah, maybe let's just maybe have them do some layers and then little face framing. Because I was asking, I was like, should I do layers? She's like, no, what? let's just see how it looks. So I'd send her a picture. She goes, yeah, let's do some layers. And I'm so glad I did the layers because I like it now. Good. But when I did it, they put curls in it, which I sent you the picture with the curls. Yeah. And when I combed out the curls, it just had this really weird wave and shape to it. And it did not look good. 
at all. And at one point, I was sitting on the edge of the couch, leaning, like, my elbows are on my knees, and I just kind of had, like, my fingertips, like, on my mouth, just sitting there, kind of, I guess, contemplating. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't even realize I was doing it. But Tom walked in, and he was like, are you okay? What's going on? He's like, like, what are you doing? I looked up, I was like, huh? I was like, oh, I, I, I think I'm just having like an existential crisis right now. <laughs> I, I think I'm still panicking about my hair. Because <laughs> I didn't even realize what I, I didn't realize like I was sitting like that. But I was really just unhappy with how it looked. So the next day, as soon as I woke up, I just, I straightened it. And it just, it looked so much better straightened. So I am really happy with it now. Yes. But that day I was like, it's shorter than it was supposed to be. I don't, I don't like it. I don't know about this. but no it looks I like it I like it a lot now it is so much easier to just deal with and take care of and have and my head feels so much lighter oh yeah but you had that moment of the expectations versus reality crisis oh yeah that we see all the time on Pinterest right or on social media just the funny things of oh this is my Pinterest fails or my expectations versus reality but it's just so hard when it's something on your body Yeah, even just talking about it, I'm starting to sweat because I'm going back into that like panic of (laughs) it was. And the poor thing was the poor girl was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just it's it's so short. She goes, I think it looks really good. And I'm like, yeah, okay. But it wasn't what I asked for. And it's easier for someone else who has, you know, I'm used to my hair. I see it every day. I have been seeing my long hair for years. I haven't had hair this short since, honestly, I can remember. So for someone else to say it looks good, that's great. Yes. But for me, it is such a massive change that I would have to get used to. Like, I could look at somebody and be like, oh, my gosh, I love your hair. And they could be like, I hate it. I just got it cut. I don't like it. I'm like, oh, you'll get used to it. Yeah. So, you know, it's just I, I understand I have to get used to it and... Now I really like it and I'm very happy with it. So, But you just still had that moment of having to accept that change. And oh, yeah. especially when it didn't meet even just the initial expectation. I had no clue that it was that much of a crisis beforehand because I just got the text of, look what I did to my hair as I'm literally driving out of town, <laughs> heading towards my honeymoon. I was like, I love it. It's perfect. Yeah. When it was curled, I really liked it. It was cute. Then I got home and brushed it out and I was like, oh God, no, no, no. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I yeah, I really like it. What you need to do is you need to go find the old man from your wholesome story last week and have him give you a beauty lesson on how to curl your hair and meet your feel-good moment story hero. <laughs> yes, that is what I should do. I have the time. Is Canada's borders <laughs> open yet, though? I don't know. I am vaccinated. Ooh. So maybe... I don't maybe know. maybe proof of vaccination required probably I have that good for you so I still have about three months until my vaccination can come through that's like all those people who are getting pissed off about well they can't ask for my proof of vaccination that goes against HIPAA it does not go against HIPAA laws to ask if you're vaccinated oh my gosh and why are you so mad if you have your vaccine why are you so upset or are you upset because you don't have your vaccine, but you maybe want to lie and say you do. And being asked for proof kind of impedes the lie. I don't know. I mean, do you? I 100% support your decision to do what you're most comfortable with. Oh, yeah. But Yeah. See, and I don't know if you heard about it. I don't know if it's made national news yet. But there was a restaurant here in Utah called The Bayou, which has an incredible alcohol selection, has really good food. But they had declared that you weren't allowed to come sit in their restaurant and have dine-in food unless you showed proof of vaccine. They legitimately received phone calls from people all over the nation, people that haven't even been to this restaurant, being upset with them that they would demand this of their customers, which is just like, everybody's like, well, it's my choice if I get vaccinated or not. Sorry, it's also your choice if you're going to go eat at this restaurant. It's the same shit that's happening everywhere with people saying, well, we, we're still going to require a mask. We don't care what the CDC says. Nobody's throwing a fit with the restaurants and businesses who are saying, if you wear a mask, you can't come in. I haven't heard about that happening. Yeah, there's been like people posting pictures of places that say, we don't allow masks in here. If you don't like it, then you can go somewhere else. It's a private business. They can do what they want to do. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. And just like you make the choice of if you're going to wear a mask or not, if you're going to get vaccinated or not, it is a free country. You're going to make your choices. Absolutely. They're going to make choices on how they run their business, which for me, at least it's starting to toe on that fine line though, of where does that limit go of the whole, we reserve the right to refuse service to anybody, correct? But what if someone says, oh, I am choosing to not do this against a certain population, like the LGBTQ community or a certain race or ethnicity, does this logic still apply? And that's where people are starting to argue that. And I'm like, I'm going to back out of this one. I'm sticking with vaccines and masks (laughs) in this realm. Yeah. Because it is starting to get to that point where people are starting to throw that out here. Yeah. Sorry, I went a little too deep there, but no, I'm glad that you're adapting to your change and your choices. Yeah. Well, and also... With, with all that being said and with the vaccines rolling out and the mask mandates kind of going by the wayside, if you see somebody wearing a mask, mind your fucking business. You don't know what they have going on. You don't know why they're wearing a mask. Do not make them feel bad about their choice. Just because the CDC says you don't have to wear a mask, it doesn't give you the right to sit there and yell at people for wearing a mask. People might be wearing a mask because they may have cancer. They may have an autoimmune disease. They may have unvaccinated children at home. They may have high-risk loved ones they are protecting. People may have asthma and have realized that over the last year that their symptoms are alleviated by a mask outdoors. And people may have symptoms but be unable to stay home. They could be protecting you from the cold or a flu. So you don't know what people are dealing with. So if you see somebody wearing a mask, Don't yell at them to take it off. Don't sit there and try to throw it in their face that the CDC says they don't have to if they're vaccinated. Like we've said in a previous episode, people are fighting battles every day that we have no idea what they are. But just respect their choices and go about your day. It costs absolutely and literally nothing to just mind your business and be a decent person. And maybe they're just not comfortable yet. And sometimes things take time. Yeah. Accept that, please. Be a good person. And absolutely. I mean, I 100% support that. But also conversely, if someone chooses not to wear a mask because they're feeling safe, let's not jump down their throat either. I'm sorry. That got real serious. Sorry. (laughs) No. So my wedding is a week from Saturday, which is so crazy for me to think. Um, And I'm so excited. But it literally is something that's on my mind lately because people keep asking me, well, are masks going to be required at your wedding? And I was like, no, masks are not going to be required at my wedding. It's an outdoor wedding. But also, if we have guests that are choosing to still wear a mask for their own choice and decision and reasons, then I expect you to treat them with just as much decency as you would if people weren't using a mask or if they're just choosing a different way than you. Exactly. And how is somebody else wearing a mask affecting any part of your life? Like, seriously. Yeah. And then, well, and it's just if people are choosing not to wear a mask. I don't want to have to hear the conversation at my wedding of, oh, well, I'm vaccinated, so I'm fine. Oh, okay, thanks. Because as much as I don't quite agree, I do have anti-vaxxers that are coming to my wedding. Yeah. And these are overall anti-vaxxers, not just the COVID vaccine. And I will not shy away from telling anybody to politely get the fuck out if they start an anti-vax versus vaccination <laughs> debate at my wedding you should get like an air like an air horn and just sound it be like get out go and get get out (laughs) we all have different opinions we are different religious beliefs sexual orientations political beliefs like everything (laughs) covid and mask pro-mask anti-vax pro-vax whatever you are y'all are gonna get along at my wedding and i don't care right you're not gonna get in each other's face because you're not wearing a mask you're not gonna get in each other's face because you are wearing a mask we're gonna get along and we're gonna celebrate the day This day is about you and Cole. And if you see somebody not wearing a mask, guess what? You don't have to approach them. Sorry. Some people are comfortable being outside and not wearing a mask. When we're outside, we don't wear masks. Yeah. We have it set. We did not do a seating assignment at my wedding because we have it set that everybody's going to choose their chairs on where they sit during the ceremony. And then they're going to take their chair that they sat in and carry it to whatever table they want in the yard. Yeah, like your groups are staying grouped together. Yeah, or if you choose not to, just communicate it. You know what I mean? Hey, sorry, not this comfortable being around people. And hopefully that won't happen. Hopefully it won't, but I think 
we're just touching on a really out there topic that's there for everybody because it is causing disruptions in our everyday life now. Yeah. And like like we've kind of said on both ends, there are people who are comfortable still wearing their masks, and that is just fine. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are comfortable not wearing their masks, and that is also just fine. You don't have to interact with everyone. If you aren't comfortable talking or being around people without a mask, you don't have to do that. Oh, yeah. If you don't like the thought of people wearing a mask anymore, you don't have to be around them either. Yeah. Well, and hey, bringing this back to your own topic of just adapting to change. We are all adapting to this new change, everybody. Yeah. We are all adapting to the new announcement that life is going to be okay and life is okay without wearing a mask if you're vaccinated. Yeah. And I feel like that's been a common theme over the last few episodes of change is happening. And the only, and not to be a cliche, fortune cookie, whatever, <laughs> but the only, the only constant in life is change. And it makes us uncomfortable. It makes us question it, whether it be a haircut that got cut a little bit too short just a little bit new health mandates being released you know what i mean yeah for me it's the fact that my prego belly finally popped out a little bit and hello 20 new stretch marks across my stomach <laughs> it's adapting to whether it be smaller personal changes or bigger ones for the community we are all going through something yeah yes we are we all have to adapt to change so it's just getting through it and having your support system and you're gonna have a big change because you're not even gonna have the same last name after next Saturday. Ugh. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's really interesting. I've actually looked up the paperwork to change my last name. It's exhausting. And. You have to change everything. Everything. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be so much fun. Well, and it's just like, do I change, do I change my email address? No, I'm not going to change my email address that I've had for five years. And then at my work, I will have to go through, if I want to change my work email address, I will have to go through an extra big IT process because right now our work emails is our first name, initial, and our full last name. So yeah, that's going to be hard. I also have to wonder, do I have to get new ROIs signed for people if my last name changes? Well, I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> Sorry, ROI therapist link, release of information. Speaking of HIPAA and being HIPAA compliant, people have to sign releases of information improving other agencies to speak with me or either any other individual. Whereas for my company, it's for my company overall. But if I've had to sign one for an outside source, do I need a new one? I don't know. But yes, I have some very big changes coming up. I have even more changes coming up. It is a fun, fun world. Speaking of other changes, I am going to be buying a new car for the first time ever in my life in the next couple months. So are you doing a brand new car? Possibly. <laughs> we are not 100% sure, but my current car, love it. It has treated me very well. Knock on wood that it continues to treat me well until I find a replacement. It's 16 years old. It has 290,000 miles on it. It's a lot of miles. Yeah. It still runs, but it's starting to starting to cause more problems than good in terms of how much money we got to put in to keep it running. So we have decided that I get to buy a new car after our wedding to ensure that I have a safe, reliable vehicle that I'm comfortable with prior to my little one being born in two and a half months. So that is coming up so fast. It is so crazy how fast it's coming up. And so if any of y'all have any advice or thoughts when it comes to car buying, please let us know and email us because I have no fucking clue. We did... Utah requires that to graduate high school, we have a class called financial literacy, which requires you to look into bank accounts, credit cards. You have to go through the process of pretending to buy a car, how much you have to budget to rent a house for a month or a year or whatever. So it's a great class. But outside of financial literacy in 10th grade, which was shit, like 13, 14 years ago, (laughs) I have not thought about buying a car. I have always bought them from family, where my first car we bought from my uncle. My second car was a car I bought from my aunt. And this car I bought from my mother. And yeah, so... Well, I don't know if you're interested, but the Kia dealership near me keeps sending me mails saying that my 2011 Kia Forte is in high demand. Oh, is it now? So, I would be happy to sell you my in high demand 
2011 <laughs> Kia Forte for a pretty penny. Oh, you know what? I'm probably going to pass because I don't think a Kia Forte is going to survive the Utah snow in the mountains. I mean, it probably won't. You are correct. And that's what, <laughs> even though we had a shit winter and got little to no snow, I am waiting for the farmer's almanac to be right again and we're going to get dumped on soon. See, I would have called that a good winter because I hate snow. Yeah, see, I also go to Utah mode, which is not something you have to deal with. I think about all the wildfires. Oh, um, yeah. And wildfire season and the fact that we were in a state of emergency two months ago because of the drought status that we are already in. So, and the fact that we've already had wildfires start within our state within the last two months. Really? Is terrifying to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so terrible. So, yeah. <laughs> so, after watching a wildfire take over the mountain behind my in-laws home and sitting there staring at the seven horses and the two dogs as one street over and the cross street of the street that we live on get evacuated waiting for us to get evacuated was happening it kind of it was scary i mean we saw it all last year with california and oregon and washington and all of those wildfires that happened no it hit pretty close to home last year i will send you or we'll post some pictures of the footage of these fires because it was literally, you could feel the heat. We were inhaling ha- ash. Our entire houses and cars and everything were covered in ash from this wildfire that started. That's so crazy. That's awful. I'm so sorry. No, I mean, like, everything turned out okay. No houses got burned down. No people were injured. But, yeah, so that's why it's like, when I say we had a shit winter, it's because we got no snow. Our ski season sucked. And now we're set for a really fun drought. <laughs> but... Anything else in terms of the venting aspect, since we've kind of jumped everywhere, but I've loved this episode so much, honestly. Yeah, we, we are just all over the map on this one. But you know what? I love it, though. I do love it that we're just kind of riffing and going with where we're at versus trying to have a set set agenda. So, yeah, I think I'm going to save what I had to vent about until next week because it is still developing in process. So, listeners, please hang in there because I get a vent about people that are attempting to manipulate and assuming that me and my fiance don't talk and communicate like normal adults. Just sit at home in silence. (laughs) And it is causing a lovely but infuriating and extremely laughable phenomenon to be happening right now within my personal life. (laughs) So we we will hang that out there as a teaser. But I want to go into my wholesome moment because... I just keep giggling about it and I love it where y'all my mother refuses to get a smartphone even though she loves taking pictures she loves having a good camera but oh she can carry around her iPad and take pictures that way she doesn't need to use her smartphone. (laughs) I love when people do that. (laughs) I need to email her pictures that she wants me to send her so she can see them better because the screen on her smartphone is too small. She is upset and angry that we include her in group chats and she gets every text message individually instead of an entire message, but then gets mad at us when we don't communicate with her as a family. So with all of this as a preface, my mom retired to nanny my nephews and my nephew Ethan is now three and a half and he knows exactly how to answer grandma Jeanette's phone because it's a flip phone and you just open it. It's not having to drag a finger across the screen. It's not having to do any of that. So four times over the last week, I've tried to call my mom. And I get, hi, hi, grandma's outside. <laughs> grandma's in her bedroom. Ethan, I need, to, I need to talk to grandma. I'm in the kitchen. I'm eating a peanut butter sandwich. Ethan, go get grandma. And he just keeps talking. I was like, Ethan, do you know who this is? No. <laughs> Ethan, it's Aunt Tess. I need you to go get grandma. He goes, oh, hi, Aunt Tess. Where's Uncle Cole? And I'm like, buddy. And then I hear from the background every single time, are you actually talking to somebody? Yeah, I'm talking to my friend Tess. (laughs) And at this point, I'm just laughing. My mom's like, hi, did you call me or did he call you? Because apparently he's also been doing in the old school of anybody of you remember the speed dial that you could just code a button. Oh, yeah. On your phone that you press six and it speed dials. My grandpa has a flip phone. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We coordinated. We did his phone with a 
speed dial thing. Oh, yeah. And so my nephew learned that if he pressed number three, he could call his dad all the time. <laughs> and so I'm going to hope that my mom maybe will start second guessing having a smartphone because she is getting so very annoyed with my nephew just answering the phone calls all the time. It's like her own little secretary, though. <laughs> her own little secretary that tells us if he's eating a peanut butter sandwich or not. It's good to know. I guess. What are you eating these days? Peanut butter sandwiches. I still have a peanut butter and jelly for breakfast on occasion. Me too, but you have to do it with toast. Oh, no, I do mine with just bread. I will do peanut butter and toast so the peanut butter kind of melts on the toast. I like that. No, you have to do it in a sandwich. <laughs> okay, I will I will give it a try. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Let me ask this. When you say jelly, do you just mean, like, grape jelly? Or do you mean any type of whatever? So I'm currently using strawberry preserves. But I guess any kind? Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. I got into this <laughs> whole <laughs> argument with Cole last night. Because I said I was going to make me a peanut butter and jelly. And I was like, can you hand me the jelly? He goes, we don't have jelly. I was like, yeah, it's right there. There's strawberry in the door. He goes, this isn't jelly. This is jam. And I was like, oh my goodness. It's a peanut butter. I'm making a peanut butter and jelly. He goes, no, that's only grape. (laughs) I'm like, bud, no. And he goes, no, there's preserves, there's jam, and there's jelly. They're all different. I was like, no. Like, I was like, I just always, it's all peanut butter and jelly. No matter what preserves, jam, or jelly you're choosing, it's a peanut butter and jelly. He goes, no, it's not. It's a peanut butter and jam is what you had for dinner. I was like, Jesus, really? <laughs> like, this is where we're at? I always get made fun of because I call it peanut butter jelly. I don't say the and because to me, I'm like, it doesn't matter. You know there's, it's peanut butter jelly. I'm not going to waste my time <laughs> on this 0.3 second word. They're like, did you say peanut butter jelly? Because it's peanut butter and. I'm like, actually, it doesn't matter. Actually, have you heard the song? Because peanut butter jelly time. Duh. With the dancing banana and everything. Exactly. Thank you. (laughs) If there's a dancing banana in there, then it's legit. So it's peanut butter jelly. I also just started singing Bananas and Pajamas theme song as you said that. I've never heard of that. (laughs) You're just opening my eyes to a lot of things today, Tess. Maybe it's a... Utah thing? I feel like it's not, though. There was an old school, like, 90s TV show called Bananas and Pajamas. I'll send you the trailer for it. I'll send you the theme song. I don't... Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that, but... Okay. What is your wholesome moment, since I just kind of sidebarred us again, but I love all of it. <laughs> so, my wholesome moment actually happened um, last Saturday. I was out with my mom and... Her fiance and then my grandpa and Tom, we all went out for just an early Mother's Day with my family. And the restaurant that we went to was having this drink special. It was a carrot cake ale, I believe. Ooh. And it was a dollar. And I love stuff like that. Like, I love craft beer and I like flavored beers as well. So I was like, all right, let me just go ahead and get this. And as I was drinking it, my grandpa was like, well, what's that? What do you have? And I tried to tell him, but he... He's like, I what? That that no, that doesn't make any sense to me. Let's go. What? So I was like, well, would you like a sample of it? He was like, yeah, I'll have a sample. He wanted to try what I was drinking. He wanted to understand what I, you know, the things that I like. And he just he didn't get it. My hometown is domestic beers. You have your Bud Light, your Coors Light, your Natty, your Stag, your PBR. It doesn't get much different than that. So he was all excited to get to try this beer that I was trying. It was just immediate regret as soon as he drank it he was like oh i was just about to ask did he love it (laughs) no he he hated it It, he made that face that you just all you could see was regret on his face he was like "Mm -mm, no i i don't know i don't like this what is this he's like what is this shit (laughs) yelling at the restaurant (laughs) because he doesn't hear very well anyway so he talks a lot as it is and he was just very surprised with how awful he thought this beer was oh i love it and i'll admit it tasted nothing like carrot cake but i thought it was still good but he he made the whole the whole restaurant know that he did not like this beer he just could not understand what i saw in it and that was the last time he was gonna let me choose a beer for him lost all of his trust and faith but can i just say i can't wait to be the old person that can just yell shit like that in a (laughs) restaurant 
and not get in trouble because they're just going to dismiss it as... And nobody bats an eye. An old an old lady. She's yelling. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> I thought it was so sweet that he just wanted to try what I was trying. He was just like, oh, well, can I get a sample? If you like it, I'll try it. I want to be like, you're not going to like this. But I was like, yeah, absolutely. Get a sample. Let's do this. I love it. It's like that face that... Like, you eat something sour, and you are you just kind of pucker, and you don't like it. Yeah. That was the face he made, and it was really cute and funny, and I enjoy spending time with them, too, so it was good times. No, I love it. I think that's a great, wholesome moment. I don't think he'll ever let me pick a beer out for him again, but what are you going to do? <laughs> I guess it's just Bud Lights from here on out. Just buy him a yingling. I don't know if he would try that. Is that even too much for him? I don't know, because I... Well, I've never had it. Is it? Is it just... <gasps> I know. I know. I feel like a, okay. Maybe it's not in Illinois. Wait, no. I, I've no, no. I've had Yingling. We had Yingling at the Philadelphia airport. Okay. Because we were like, we're in Philadelphia. We have to get a Yingling. So I liked it. Good. I'm glad that you liked it. I will have to bring one up the next time we go up there. <laughs> keep you updated, everybody. I will keep you updated. Perfect. Well, on that note, I am going to sign off from this podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. And of course, I'm also going to sign off because, again, it would be weird. I mean, you can keep going. I just got the text that my hubby, soon-to-be hubby, is almost home and I have not started dinner. (laughs) And so I need to feed him. But we appreciate you guys listening. Hope you enjoyed our kind of jumping around episode. Yeah, sorry, guys. We We were all over the map, but I hope you stayed with us. We had fun, so. Oh, yeah. We had a blast. And like we said, we're always open for suggestions, open for advice. Like I said specifically, if y'all have any insight on how to buy a car without dealing with the potential monsters that I've heard salesmen can be, I super appreciate it. Ooh, Carvana.com. That car vending machine? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I was just like, I'll have to look into it. No salesman. <laughs> Okay, guys, have a good night, good day, whatever it is. Have a good night, evening, good day. Morning, mid-afternoon. Snack time. Workout. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Email us at unleashednojudge at gmail.com with any ideas, stories, feedback, or just anything that you would like to discuss with us. Again, that is unleashednojudge at gmail.com. U N L-E-A-S-H-E-D-N-O-J-U-D-G-E at gmail.com.